Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. Yo, what's up everybody? I'm K-Cartoon. I'm Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Check us out at HangingWithApes.com. That's our website. And check us out on Twitter at HangingWithApes. In today's episode, we're going to go over Laura Ingram versus David Hogg and the advertiser fallout that's happening because of that. We're going over Trump's uh, Easter tweet on DACA. He says, no DACA deal. What does that mean? What do we see coming up? What are our predictions? And as the 2018 midterm elections loom, comedy seems to be taking a certain turn so will that affect the midterm elections is this is this a result of the last election what do we see happening in comedy right now as a trend so jumping into it we're going to cover this easter tweet from the president the daca deal he says no deal seems like he's pretty fed up what are your thoughts i mean he tried shit he uh he had it on the table. He said as long as uh what the wall was funded and and uh yeah and and that was pretty much it, right? That was wall funded, uh enhanced border security. Enhanced border security. Um, I the, think uh, deport the criminals. Yeah. Which, you know, I don't see why anybody would have a problem with that. Yeah, I think that's a pretty fair deal. And for them not to take it, that's pretty messed up. Because, you know, just because you don't wanna you know, give in to him politically. You're gonna make you know, what it, what was it? One point eight million DACA recipients pay for that. So you know, Trump put something out there. He was like, "Listen, uh, at first amnesty wasn't a thing. Now it is. That wasn't part of my deal, but I'm gonna meet you guys there. And as long as certain things on my end are uh, are pretty much put through." And it's not like they don't want to spend because, like, what was it? Uh, two weeks ago, Trump signed that that uh that crazy ass bill. Yeah, that crazy ass bill that he you know he wasn't even happy <laughs> with because it was like a shitload of. Sp- I mean, not even Obama in 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 his eight years spent that much in one you know in in signing one bill, uh, one spending bill. So, I mean, if you guys are willing to spend. What's a couple billion for a wall, and then amnesty for for the people that that deserve it? You know, the people that 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 are working hard, and the people that that want an opportunity, that came into this country to to find, you know, a, a better a better life, and 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 have a better life, and have better opportunities. You think that people are going to blame him for this? Do you think, like, let's say he he does get aggressive on on illegal immigration which the white house kind of alluded to in a statement that that's what's going to start happening he's going to get aggressive on it so do you think that he's going to get the blame for this like you know are are people going to see the big picture like hey he did have something on the table or is he going to get the whole he's a bigot he's he's not right he's no good He's targeting illegals. Yeah, I think to an extent he is going to get blamed for it because, like, people don't remember Bush and and for for almost passing the 
the amnesty bill and and i remember they were so close and they couldn't agree on it no one ever remembers that they just remember bush and like the bad stuff they're not going to remember him for that so the same i think that that'll be the same with with trump um i don't think it'll affect him majorly politically because like that's just not even his stance anyway that wasn't his stance so i don't i don't see that that that'll hurt him drastically and and surprisingly for how pro wall and you know pro anti-amnesty at first he was i was just surprised the numbers he did with latinos were the same as romney which then tells me that there's a certain divide with with like certain latinos you know that that there's just some that are just not going to vote for him and there's some that are going to vote for him and i don't think the wall and and you know the whole amnesty thing is going to change that too much now now do you think that had the amnesty deal passed the vote he would have had a a, a bigger latino vote coming yeah. into 2020 absolutely and like i i think and i said this a few times i think had that passed it would be the end of the democratic party as we know it like it would be their demise i mean democrats will still exist like namesake wise like they'll exist i am a democrat but like their whole platform and and uh attitude towards policy would have to be totally different because he would be looked at as the president that approached and dealt with the situation logically because i think generally speaking most people realize and recognize that you're not always gonna satisfy everybody actually in most cases you won't satisfy everybody but that was like a very reasonable logical deal on the table hey Let's control the flow of future illegal immigration. Yeah. Let's build the wall. Let's enhance border security. The ones that are here. And not just the ones that signed up for the DACA program, but others were qualified as well. Even, you know, remember that that uh, those uh, statements that John Kelly got in trouble for by saying even the ones that might have been too lazy to sign up. And then like they, he had a whole yeah. backlash about that. <laughs> So even even True. more people were were going to be able to to stay, and then you know they would have just deported the criminals. That's like a, I mean, if you really as a Democrat, if you really care about these kids yeah. and you really care about these DACA recipients, that would have been to me the deal of a lifetime. Like, all right, cool. But see, the yeah. thing is, he's in a dem- Democrat, right? Yeah. One, he'll get the credit. He'll get the credit. They don't want him to get the credit. That's number one. No. Number two, Democrats now, the, the Democrats of right now, like the, the Obama, Pelosi, Clint, Hillary Clintons, they're very reliant upon those people to vote for them. They're very reliant upon that. The 2018 midterm Democrats, I don't think they're going to be so reliant upon that. I think they're going to start stepping away from that. Yeah. Um. And so... So they don't they don't want those people to like start veering into the 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 conservative base base because now like I said you're very close to meeting your demise and I think it's starting to happen anyway like we talked about this previously but that guy Lamb that one in um in uh Pennsylvania in no? Pennsylvania yeah. exactly he had a very like anti-Nancy Pelosi, and he's a Democrat, and he had a yeah. very anti-Nancy Pelosi uh, approach. 
I was reading today uh, in USA Today that a lot of the the GOP, like their ads in this midterm election, they're like targeting Pelosi. Because I think what Pelosi is, and 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 the the article that I read kind of echoes this, is like the last standing pillar of that generation of Democrats, like the Obama, Hillary, Bernie Sanders, big government, government fixes all your problems. Yeah. Fuck the private industry. Like those Democrats, she's like the last standing pillar of that. That's kind of still relevant. Yeah. It's arguable how, how relevant Bernie Sanders still is right now. Like some will argue that he's, he's really relevant. I don't know. I can't, I don't, I don't see it. Um, but even still, even if he is relevant, she's still like a bigger pillar in the Democratic Party than he is. Yeah. And so I don't know. I don't know. It's it's interesting to see how uh, how things are going to turn out with these midterm elections. But you're going to start seeing that more, like you said, because when they saw when they saw what Lamb did, like you said, like, oh, I don't fuck with her like that. They're like, oh shit, because because I feel like they're they're right now in desperation mode. Oh, definitely. And, and they're like, oh fuck, like this is a formula, this is a formula. And then like a guy comes in and is like, well, this is my formula, and this is gonna work. And it works, then they're gonna they're all gonna flock to to his to to Lamb's side now. Yes. Yeah, so it's gonna be like a a big ass divide between I guess like you said the younger, the yeah. younger Democrats that that you know they're getting their feet wet, they're they're getting up there. And uh, pretty soon it's going to pretty much be the end of her. Yeah. And, and, and the things that she stands for. Yeah. So I now I, I wonder how serious the president is as far as it really being no deal. Like right now, if Schumer and Pelosi were to come to him and be like, all right, we'll do it. Like, it's fine. Yeah. If he would, if he's going to like withdraw his uh, his sentiments with the tweet and then like go for it. Or if yeah. he's like really done. Because the thing is, while, like, I totally would be understanding if he's really done with even, like, trying to work it out. But we're talking about, like, a lot of chaos in terms of, like, once you start, like, deporting people and all of that. Like, you're yeah. you're talking about a big uproar and, and like, that, that level of chaos. I don't know if that'll necessarily, like, benefit him and the Republican Party going forward just because it is going it's going to cost money. I mean the wall is going to cost money too, but the wall is like more of a of a yeah. permanent thing once it's built. Obviously it has to be maintained, but like once you get into the mode of like we're going to start like deporting people, yeah. I feel like that's like really a never-ending cycle like you ha- like you know yeah. what I'm saying? Obviously as time progresses, you'll deport less and less people because like you'll be kind of established in you know the 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 skills of deporting and the country will be like more acclimated to it but starting off it's going to be very chaotic now you you were touching up on this a little bit uh before we started the episode um if if there's a drastic change in presidency in Mexico how do you think that'll affect oh i mean then then these daca kids are really toast like i and i truly believe that like for instance if the guy Lopez Obrador, the the one that right now the polls are saying he's leading and he's pretty much com- very comparable to Bernie Sanders, so to the listeners out there, imagine 
like the Bernie Sanders of Mexico. Right now, he's leading in the polls. Has a lot of like business people kind of nervous over there. And Mexico's economy isn't as strong as ours. Like, it, they're going to be a, they'll be a lot more affected by a president like that than we would. And we would be very affected by it. Yeah. They would be more affected by it. I think if he were to win in the time frame between the time that he wins the election and he's like inaugurated as president, yeah. I think we would see like a huge influx of people trying to enter this country. Yeah. Because I a, a lot of the hope of like for economic prosperity over there will diminish and like that influx will come. And if the um, the American government is is hip to that, which I imagine I imagine they are. Yeah. I think they're going to fucking like let the leash, the 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 leashes go and like just have people deported because yeah. Just even to like keep up with things knowing yeah. that like so many people are going to want to come over. And honestly, who knows? Who knows with think about it. If you think about it with the trend like in Venezuela and some of the other South American countries, that might even influence like Mexican people with money to come over cuz like you re- very rarely hear of like Mexican people ele- like with money illegally immigrating over here. Yeah. But that might even like make them want to fucking get out of Dodge yeah. because look at like the people from the, with money from Venezuela how like now they all ran to Miami. So it's like yeah. a bunch of Cubans <laughs> with money and a bunch of Venezuelans with money in Miami because of the things that they fled. You know what I'm saying? And this guy, Lopez Obrador, he mirrors a lot of that. Like, he's not as aggressive as Hugo Chavez or Maduro, but, like, he's he's definitely cut from the same cloth. And so that's that's scary. That's that's scary. And then in turn, for the, the, the DACA people here, like, if I was, like, a DACA recipient here, that would be, like... This would be the brewing of a perfect storm. Yeah. Like the the dem the Democrats not willing to make a deal, Trump being fed up, and then like this guy Lopez Obrador winning. That's yeah. like the perfect storm right there. And like that's, I would be very it's be a big ass mess. Yeah, very, be. very hopeless. Uh so so yeah. Yeah, we, with that I guess we're done with this episode. It's negative ass shit. <laughs> uh, so, but but kind of on the on a similar topic of of midterm elections. So as the midterm elections loom, we're noticing a, a, a slight slight little change in direction in comedy. So last week, Roseanne came back after I don't know how many years on ABC, and it did really well. They said it like it, it had high ratings. And all of that. And in the show, Roseanne is a Trump supporter. And I think her husband is as well. But her sister Jackie is is like a, is a is a is a Hillary supporter. So yeah. and like the grandson is like gender nonconforming. So he's like wearing dresses and so like the yeah. show is clearly tackling a lot of what's going on today, yeah. which on their part is incredibly brave and like hat yeah. off to them. For tackling it and like tackling it in a very like balanced way because yeah. Jackie is is pro Hillary, Roseanne is pro Trump. They got all these issues that they're dealing with. You know, there's there's uh there's there's diversity in the cast. Like there's a lot there's a lot going on in there. American values, all that stuff. So definitely hats off for them. Even I haven't watched it, but just from everything I read and the little clips that I seen, like 
hats off to them for being brave enough to tackle that subject matter, especially on like mainstream, like primetime TV. Yeah. Cause that's ABC. Cause you know, on, on, on other networks, we can see it, but, but on, on mainstream primetime TV, everybody's watching. That's, that's, that's ballsy. Yeah, it is. So, Very. so hats off to them for that. Now, a lot of people, a lot of people on the, on the left, including CNN, actually, I read an article, they very much criticized the show and like pretty much saying like, just gave it a bad review, if you will. Yeah. Oh, it's not funny. Uh, it, it's just Trump rhetoric. Nobody's going to like this. It's not good. Well, turns out, I just read an article on Breitbart that the show gained an additional 6 million viewers this week. So the show came out. It did well. The word got out. And now more people tuned in yeah. to watch it. And you know something? You know she's not a Trump supporter. She is. In real life, she is. Oh, she is? Yeah. I thought she wasn't. No, she is. I thought I read an article uh, on that... that uh that she wasn't a fan of him, but she made the Roseanne like the the actual. Oh wow! I no, no, in, in in real life she is. Yeah. Oh wow, that's crazy. Well, what I was gonna say is this: I think content, for as much as we've complained about content in general, not even comedy, because comedy has been very bad. Roseanne would fall under comedy, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, so I feel that now we're starting to get like the the good quality. You know, the observational aspect of things, because I think that's something that's uh, healthy and, and good to look at. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Like to, to, to be able to see something and, and be able to criticize, you know, the good, the bad or and see the different perspectives. Right. And and, and that's where true humor stems from is yeah. like looking at looking at everything. Yeah. Yeah. And, and even if it's not humor, like uh, I was telling you about the Flinttown documentary on Netflix, what I really like about that is that they show the cops' perspectives, they show the people's perspective on the cops, they show what happened like as far as like politically and, and, and what happened to the businesses. So it, it makes it where like you look at things and like, <coughs> damn, this is a much more complicated situation. And it's good to see people personally as flesh and blood human beings, not just as like Oh, cops and, and that, the civilians, you definitely. know? And it's funny because, like, when you mentioned that to me the other day, I did start watching it. I'm, like, on the second episode, second or third episode. Um, and, and there's a part where uh, Clinton and Bernie are in the town for the debate. Yeah. And the cops, they're, like, on, on, you know, on a special duty, like, security pretty much. Yeah. And they're all giving their opinions. Yeah. And it's funny because one cop is, like, we're giving these opinions as individuals, not as like Flint town, as oh, Flint police, yeah. which was, which was pretty like badass. Like, you know, we're expressing ourselves, but this is not any reflection on the department or anything, Yeah, which that in and of itself is, is shows you how like we were in and still to some degree in, in a, in a realm where like you couldn't like speak freely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just so you know, we're saying this as individuals and yeah. it's what's funny. And I know we're kind of digressing off topic a little bit here, but it's funny that you brought it up because uh, I did want to mention this to you. It's funny in in that in that documentary they show a clip from the actual debate with with Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders, and a lady from the crowd asks a question, and I thought that the question was whatever it was a fair question, but I thought that the answer from Hillary Clinton was like 
so revealing. The lady said, what are you going to do to help us trust in our government again? And Hillary gave the whole, well, yeah, you know, because the government on every level failed you and this and that. <clears throat> and it's funny because I thought about that and I was like, if I was there, how would I have answered that question? And my answer to the question would have been, well, really, ma'am, what I want you to do is get away from trusting the government. Yeah. I, I want, but, but not get away from the trusting the government because they don't do right by you. I want you, I wanted you to get away from trusting the government because the government and, and its officials should be so scared of you and the people that they're going to do right by you. Yeah. That, it, that that they're going to do the right thing by you because it's you that has the power. It's you guys that have, not us. It's like, it's so funny, like the, the, the difference where it's like, like Hillary Clinton, she does want people to trust and rely on the government. Yeah. Whereas like a more right-wing politician is like, I actually don't want you trusting the government that much. Like, I don't want you to be like no like radical right-wing militia person either that, you know, wants to overthrow the government. Yeah. The government has its function. And that's where it stops at. That's it. That's it. That's that's the limit of it. And they should answer to you. They shouldn't not the other way around. You know what I'm saying? But imagine imagine like a Rahm Emanuel being asked a question like that. It'll be a very Hillary Clinton type answer as well. Yeah. But anyway, going back to the the whole Roseanne thing. So you have you have this show and, and it's and it's tackling it's tackling all these subjects and and they're doing it they're doing it bravely. And again, that's what that breeds like good comedy and, and yeah. gets that water cooler talk going on in the morning. Hey, did you see that episode? Like, what'd you think? This and that. Yeah. And it's funny because there's, there's a clip that I saw from the first episode where, where the sister Jackie, she's wearing a nasty woman shirt and a pussy hat. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, how could you have voted for him, Roseanne? How could you have voted for him? And Roseanne, Roseanne is like, um, she's like. She's like, Jackie, he's bringing jobs back and he's shaking things up. Like pretty much saying like, why are you so against them? Like, like his core principles are not, are not that bad. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah. why are you, why are you so against them? And it's funny because even in the show, how it mirrors reality. Cause Jackie, she's single. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Single, like no man. Like, and, and as I remember the old Rosanna show, I've never been like a huge fan but Jackie has like always had problems with men on that show. You know what I'm saying? And Roseanne, she has a husband. She has a husband, Dan. If I'm not mistaken, that's his name, Dan, which is John Goodman's character. And I even remember old, old, old. I think there was an episode where like Dan fucks around on Roseanne, and it was like one of those like this is the the dark sentimental episode. Yeah. And, yeah. and like, it, <laughs> and what's funny about that is like you know obviously they're they're still together in the show. Roseanne obviously forgave him or whatever. Uh-huh. Sort of in, in a sense, like understanding Dan and, you know, him as a man or whatever. And like that level of understanding and like being one with your mate, your man, is like would would kind of make a person be more of a Trump supporter. And then on this side, you got the single kind of miserable, I'm lonely woman more of a Hillary support. And and we see that very mirrored in the real world. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that's kind of cool that the show is is definitely taking that approach. But moreover than that, that's on ABC. Now let's let's turn to 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 premium cable network, HBO. 
and this season of Silicon Valley. They're in their second episode of the season. And they're also starting to take a balanced political approach. So, like, we're not going to not talk about this stuff because as, as social commentators, as creators, as producers, as directors, as writers, it's kind of our duty to talk about this stuff. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and be witty with it though right we got to get smart with it and we got to and we got to be balanced with it because this like one-sided shit it's clearly not working anymore i was about to say judd apatow is doing a good job <laughs> i mean uh mike judge mike judge yeah mike judge uh he's always been good at that though like oh yeah it, 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 like he'll observe whatever world he's in and 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 he makes the characters be able to say the right thing or how they would say it. Yeah. And you were telling me this line that um that one of the characters said uh in the second episode, which I haven't watched yet. Yeah, Jared. He uh, there the guys are together and he's talking about uh uh like the some of their new employees that they have and then and he's like yeah some of the guys which I found out guys is a microaggression. Which, you know, to this whole, like, this gender non-conforming yeah. fucking craziness that's going on, they would say, oh, that's a microaggression. Yeah. And, and and then, why why can't I, for the life of me, remember the main guy's name? Who The main uh, guy, the main character. Eric? Huh? No, not Eric. Fuck. Ehrlich. Ehrlich? No, that's, no, that's not, not Ehrlich Bachman shit. I, why do I, I can remember all the side characters, like Jin Yang, Ehrlich. Jin Yang! Uh, Guilfoyle, Dinesh, but the main guy. Fuck, I can't. I can't think of it. I'm gonna have to Google that shit. Uh, well, anyway, he was like, he's like, well, get back to work, guys. Like, pretty much saying, Richard, Richard, that's it, yeah. Richard Hendrick. Like, get back to work, guys. Like saying, shut up, Jared. I'm not gonna like play this this game with you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then as and then there was another part where where Gilfoyle, not Gilfoyle, Dinesh, he gets a Tesla, and he's talking about, oh, I'm part of like the Green Revolution, yada yada yada. And then Guilfoyle comments on that and pretty much shuts him down, saying, like, you're polluting the world just as much as everybody else, but in a different way. And, like, he breaks it down how, how that's happening. So, again, Guilfoyle. <laughs> the, willingness to, the willingness to tackle these things. And, then, and I feel like if they do take that approach, they're going to have a lot of material because they're in Silicon Valley where, like, there's a lot of, like, super left people. So... They're gonna have a lot of material if they do go that route. Hell yeah! Which which is crazy to me that like it's it's taken so long for 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 some of the some of this stuff to like go this way. Well, this is just TV. I'm hoping like like movies ha- it happens in movies and in music. And this is what we talked about with Eminem's last album. Like how surprising it was that that didn't happen. Yeah. Considering everything that 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 that's going on right now, it would be like a fucking smorgasbord for Eminem to yeah. like just devour. Without even taking sides, it's not about taking sides. It's just no, about no, no, ob- no. Ob- ob- you know observing. Yeah. You know whatever's going on in the world, which is a slew of fucking crazy ass shit that you could just. It's just a, like a playground <laughs> full of toys, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. It's not about taking sides, it, but it also is about not being one sided. Yeah, exactly. And and uh, Eminem, I don't know what happened with Eminem in that album, cause I heard that shit like twice, and I was done with it. And that's never happened with an Eminem album. So I mean, I think I think now you're gonna start seeing the heavyweights separate, like the heavyweights in in, in media, like and and what I mean by media, I don't mean like media, news media, but like 
shows and entertainment, um, you're going to start seeing them separate from 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 the week. And I hope and I hope uh, others kind of look at that and 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 reflect in the mirror. You know, like see see what they've been doing and 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 change their ways because a lot of the stuff that I've watched has been just terrible. Yes, very bland. Yeah, very safe. Well, you know, and 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 you've said this before, and I've and I feel the exact same way. That's why I like Bill Maher, because Bill Maher, he'll have anyone on, you know, and and nothing is 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 uh you know I guess what's the word off limits. Yeah, yeah, off limits. Nothing is uh you know I guess I guess off limits. Yeah, you and, just and talk about it. That's what was always so crazy to me when so many people were outraged when he had Milo on. Like get the fuck and, out and of here, he's man. like, like what? Like why? Why wouldn't I want to have him on? I want to talk to people like this. This is what this show is, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then Bill Maher always, he's not the type to to like fall fall under that whole outrage. No, no, no. He'll talk to a motherfucker like a human being. Like, hey, you're wrong. You're fucking wrong. Like, you're cool, but you're wrong on all levels. Bill Maher and I said this before. Like, Bill Maher is the guy that like. He's he's on the left, and and, and uh, on a lot of stuff he's like really left. He's an atheist. Like I'm not an atheist, and for as much as we disagree, like I I feel like I would like be his friend. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. But that, and that's 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 what's badass about him, and and that's one thing I've also noticed about Ben Shapiro, who's on the right. He's said like you know Van Jones is fucking crazy when it comes to policy, but like he's a pretty cool dude. Like, or he'll talk you know about different people on the left. And it's fine. They're human beings. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, at the end, at the end, you're gonna have relatives that that completely disagree with you on things. What you're just gonna fucking disown them? <laughs> like, no, they're family, and and it's okay. You're gonna have friends you're not gonna agree with, and it's good to understand where they're coming from, even if you you know don't agree with it. So I mean, I'm I'm liking what I'm seeing on all levels, which which. Uh, is a f- much faster, because because I know you're saying that that you're surprised that it took long, but if you think about it, it's been a little over a year since Trump ha- has has been in office, and it's like now you're seeing people kind of, you know, fall back and be like, hey, let's 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 try and understand shit. Yeah. Which which I'm happy that that's happening because that's how you get the the the, the lambs in Pennsylvania who run for office that's how you get you know better content for media that's how you get you know better uh better news coverage because if if news coverage is held accountable they're gonna have to you know unless you're cnn and you're gonna keep doing the same stupid shit yeah so i'm just hoping that this trend continues and kind of you know music and movies follow because yeah that you know it'd be nice it'd be nice to to have to have some Good shit to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so jumping into the last topic here. The Laura Ingram situation at Fox. A bunch of advertisers started pulling from her show. Not for the, the LeBron thing that we covered a few weeks ago. Not for that, the shut up and dribble thing. This is actually because of a tweet that she sent out uh, in regards to David Hogg, which is one of the Parkland School uh, shooting survivors. And the tweet said, David Hogg rejected by four colleges to which he applied and whines about it. 
dinged by UCLA with a 4.1 GPA, totally predictable given acceptance rates. So David Hogg fired back, uh, pretty much saying that uh, she's a bully, and then she ended up apologizing. Well, he said she's a bully, and then he listed all of her, uh, like uh, like 12 of her advertisers, yeah. which was kind of crazy kind of like 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 strategic on his part i i don't know if that was necessarily all his doing yeah you know what i'm saying because he does definitely seem like he has handlers like yeah i don't think all of this is uh, is is just a, of his mind like like everything like he's coming up with all this yeah he seems like he he has handlers so he po- they posted the the 12 advertisers she apologized. He didn't accept the apology because he said it's clearly because you're scared that advertisers are going to start pulling. And then sure enough, advertisers started pulling away. And then it's funny because David Hogg, he's the type. It's just so bitch made. Like, I, there's no other way I can, can phrase it. He's the type to, like, be so, like, loud and boisterous. Like, they don't fucking care. They're old and we're going to outvote them and, like, fuck them. Like, just fucking, like real vulgar and all of that because he is very vulgar yeah so all of that and then somebody says something to him well why are you bullying a kid like i survived the shooting like yeah. what you, like what like shut the fuck up little like, brat like, like you like to talk with... shit yeah. like, motherfuckers don't talk shit back motherfucker <laughs> fuck you like what the yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy to me and like it, i don't see like any anybody else seeing this like how are you okay with this kid being like so vulgar and loud but then yeah. like he like when when he gets they try to get at him. Oh, but, uh, but I was I'm a uh, how are you gonna talk to that to a survivor of a shooting <laughs> and uh, that you're just a bully like what? What well, you saw? Did you see him when when he went to the Bill Marshall? Yeah, right right off the bat. Oh, it's it's uh, it's grown people's faults. And Bill Maher's like, whoa, 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 relax. Uh, yeah, like, and, and, and then they were saying, like, goofy ass shit. Like, we accept your apology. Like, what? Nobody's apologizing, you dumb yeah. fucking moron. Yeah. And what's so funny to me is, like, it's funny how, like, this week we're covering David Hogg as as a person. And last week we covered Takashi 6ix9ine as a person and the difference. Yeah. Like, Takashi, he stands by the shit he says. Like, whatever, yeah. how crazy it is. Yeah. How crazy it is. It's like, yeah, I'm out here, whatever. Like. But I'm, he's not like, well, I'm just a kid. Like, why are you coming after me? Like, what? Well, don't say that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Takashi would be like, yeah, well, I'm going to let my nuts hang. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then this goofy, like. But that's, what, that's you know, that's why they use David Hogg. He's like some little, little white suburban kid. Oh, poor me, the school. Ain't going to use Takashi. They're going to use the guy with tattoos on his like, face. Is it, a, is it a cultural thing that, like, 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 motherfuckers, like some of us are just so, like, like with the shits, and then others are just like like loud when it's safe, but then when there's it gets threatening. Well, well look at all the what's that other girl, the Latina bald girl, Emma Gonzalez. That all them they have that that little fucking. Like, it's a smugness. Yeah. yeah, like a smugness to them, and it's like you know. And, and, from and the oddly suburbs. enough, oddly enough, I didn't feel that smugness with Takachi like as as as. Oh, not at all. As confident as he is, nothing about it felt smug. Isn't that weird? It it is, but it's because this is this is this is why they're using these kids because they're kind of in a space where they're kind of in a way untouchable. Yeah, you know, like, oh, it's oh, kids, poor kid. He's from the, you know, and they survived the shooting. We yeah. can't say anything bad. Yeah, whereas Takashi, he's coming from like uh, I'm from the streets, so like you know, like like fuck y'all, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Yeah, so I'm gonna say that, 
and you guys are going to get mad, and I win. And that's <laughs> it. So that, that's what's up. Whereas them, they're, they're being used as pawns. So, yeah. so since they're being used as pawns, they're going to be all boisterous, be all that, but they're not about that life. Like, you know, you start talking shit, they're like, oh, fuck, your advertisers here. Here's a list. Please stop. <laughs> yeah. Please stop the madness now. Like, and, and what's even more crazy about that is that advertisers did start pulling away. But it, but uh, I read an article today that Fox News said that they're sticking with Laura, like that's yeah. their girl, and they're not. Because bitch made. Like, and that's the thing to me. Like, that's what I hate about these these businessmen. They're all oh, capitalism and all that shit. Like, stand by your product and stand by who the fuck you know. You advertise like, yeah, for. she didn't say nothing crazy. She didn't say anything like like there was nothing crazy about what she said. She was criticizing the kid. Why are you pulling out? Right, they're acting like Laura Ingram went all Mel Gibson on the kid. Like, yeah, yeah, you <laughs> fucking kike or some shit. You know what I'm like, damn. <laughs> like, she didn't even say nothing like that. So, like, why are you pulling out? Why are you being? And that's another thing too with these companies. They're so bitch made. Like, I can't even stand it. Like, I wish I was fucking CEO of Fortune 500 company because I wouldn't give a fuck. Nah. Like, I, I'd I knew. fuck around and double down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, just like you use the controversy to yeah. to, and, make, to get more uh, more more views. Hell yeah, and people lose customers. Okay, it's fine. I, you have to know what you believe in, and also like you have to know what's controversial and what's not controversial. You know, like if Laura right. was like, "Hey, look, I'm gonna fuck babies." Yeah, I think you should probably pull out ASAP because <laughs> yeah. she's a fucking pedophile. But like, if she's critiquing a kid. Who is putting himself out there and critiquing people? So, so this is now a a, a a debate, right? This is a conversation. So, so she speaks back and, and says that he's wrong, and, and that's controversial. Yeah, that's scary, is what it is. Yeah. That's scary. That's some shit off of fucking 1984. You can't fucking speak your mind now. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's what I don't like. Is like if you're gonna throw yourself into the conversation, be willing to. To take it, take the heat, and and that's what you're saying about Takashi Six Nine. It's Takashi Six Nine. He says whatever the fuck he says, but he'll stand by it. Yeah. And he's confident in what he's saying, and 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 he's not gonna go fucking you know, pull some some fucked up moves on someone and say oh you know your advertisers. No, he's just gonna stand by what he said. So if you're gonna believe in something, believe in it. It's fine. Whether we think you're wrong or whether you know ninety nine percent of the population think you're wrong, if you believe in it. You know, I, I would say reflect up, uh, upon it and 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 make sure that that, that you think that you're right. But at, at the end of the day, stand by your shit and and be okay with taking the heat from it. I mean, and, and these kids aren't taking it. It's interesting how when she had that whole debacle with LeBron James, LeBron James never took it there because he LeBron James is about money, about that money. So yeah. it's like. I can't fuck with her money because I don't want nobody fucking with my money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But 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 these kids they don't understand that. And plus they're all like of that socialist generation anyway, so they they probably like the idea of like money yeah. being pulled from her. Well, they're 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 of that socialist generation until they hit the real world hits because because all these kids, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. shit, that shit, fucking, that shit's gonna go away just like. Uh, most fe- like crazy ass feminist women probably that shit goes away when they get fucking the the real dude in their life. You oh know? yeah, it does. It, it's like you know that shit is 
whatever you, you you believe in, you don't know because you you haven't experienced. And when you experience things, you you realize that things are, are not so extreme on on any end, really. And I think that we've been open to see we're very unique in the, in the sense that we have some conservative values and some liberal values because we're in a world you know like and in a place like Chicago and Illinois so you're you're exposed to certain things that maybe some people aren't exposed to you right. know so so you know socially i think we're very liberal you know socially we're pretty liberal not not like crazy like i'm i'm going to start calling motherfuckers they and all that shit i wouldn't say that but like at least we're we're open to the fact that people can live their lives and and that's fine live your life decent whereas yeah. maybe someone who's had a, a more conservative upbringing maybe in a different culture where just is just more conservative socially they might not look at things the way we do but then fiscally we're able to see what's wrong here in Illinois yeah you know what i'm saying the, the thing is like socially we're i i feel like we're more like libertarian like yeah. like liberal kind of i feel like at least nowadays like kind of insinuates that like we're like promoters of the shit that's going i don't feel True. like I, I don't promote it it's just i don't particularly care like but then Live i do life. but then i do have some some things that are, like i lean more conservative like for instance like the tranny bathroom thing just go to the bathroom just use the washroom like like if you have a dick use the guy's bathroom and if you you're a woman use the woman's bathroom like it's not that complicated right like that's like i I would never say, oh, well, let people use whatever washrooms they want to use because I understand that shit. I don't I don't care. Like, if I'm in the washroom and, like, some woman walks in, I'm be like, okay, this is weird. I hope this bitch don't, like, go out and say I pulled my dick out on her or something. Like, yeah, So yeah. that's number one. Like, just, like, you got that kind of crazy-ass shit that's a possibility. Yeah. But then also the possibility of, like, as a father, if you have, like, a daughter and she's in the washroom and a man walk, like, that's Hell not no. okay. That's, no, that's You know what okay I'm saying? So that's my point is, like, I feel like a liberal would be like, okay, well, just let them, let them. You don't understand. Like, no, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, yeah. I'm not that. Like, I'm more of libertarian, libertarian is living, let slash live. conservative socially. Economically, I'm very conservative. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. like foreign policy wise, also very conservative. But, but yeah, you know, I, there are some like liberal, liberal stuff there um, at times. But, but yeah, but, but that still doesn't take away. From what you initially said, that it's just not all one-sided. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You have to be okay with knowing that there's shit that that you might not accept, but that's there, and you can't do nothing about. Yeah, and you yeah. can't. Yeah, you know, like you know, I'm not gonna go fucking. Okay, there's motherfuckers who believe in, uh, like, for example, I went to this. Uh, I think it's called Chicago Diner. And a lot of those, like the 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 waiters and waitresses, they're like you could tell, like like they're either it's like a dude that's a girl, or a girl that's a dude or whatever, and they what? have, uh, yeah, a dude it, that's a girl, yeah, it, it's like they're <laughs> trans, I guess. Okay. So you know, so you frequent these places, okay? <laughs> <laughs> right. No, but 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 uh, it's like some vegetarian place or whatever. Uh, so sounds about right. Right. Sounds, it's all <laughs> so, making sense. I'm a now. soy boy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're going to lose so many listeners. Right? <laughs> right. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but, but uh, you know, like, okay, motherfucker, he's working. Uh, what am I going to get from, like, just, like, 
being upset about it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How some people would, like, that'll be like, they oh, I'm leave. leaving. They would leave, yeah, you're I'm right. I'm not going to fucking leave. Let let this motherfucker live. Like, he's get, he's working and he's getting paid and yeah, that's good for him. Yeah, he's spitting in your food. Yeah, 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 let him live. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, stuff like that, like, I, I, I'm 100%. My thing is, my thing is that when it's like, it's like when that person, like, becomes intrusive in your life that's when like it's starting to be a problem but otherwise yeah do you do you it is what it is yeah yeah and Uh, and being intrusive is kind of like what you said like really you're gonna change the whole bathroom thing yeah like now come on you're you're fucking with shit now so just kind of you know just go back to being you and i'll go back to being me and and that's it but uh but yeah definitely leave me alone (laughs) but uh yeah so that's our episode for today thank you guys for listening Remember, check us out at hangingwithapes.com. If we talk about something on any episode that you feel you know somebody would be interested in, text it to them, share it with them, email them, refer the show to them, get the word of mouth out there about us. The show does continue to grow thanks to you guys. So keep listening, keep supporting. Peace. Peace.